The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players' Lounge on a Monday. Go! Cowboy, he's the man. Play lunch, brought to you by Tostitos. We did it. Everybody good? Everybody good? Everybody good? Everybody good? Everybody good? Wait, wait, quick, hold on. You remember, you remember how people felt after that Philly game before we played San Francisco last season? That's how they looked, just like that. They showed up to the stadium looking just like that. Hey man. But now I'm happy. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Hey man. Fat head on. Look at him. Heckma Harrison. Okay, let's go immediately. Do the rewind. Cowboy predictions. Newey. Said Cincinnati, 27-10. D-Mac had Cincinnati, 24-13. Church had Cincinnati, 31-17. The Heckma Harrison had the Cowboys winning 21-20. They come up and they beat the Bengals on mm. a 50-yard Brett Maher field goal to win 20-17. Mm-hmm. Here's the ironic part about it. Maybe you guys hadn't thought about this, but you know what? I, I was sitting there last night and I said, last year they lost game one to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they go out to L.A., and they're in a tough game with the Chargers. They end up needing a field goal of 56 yards to beat the Chargers 20-17. to 17. Mm. The game was on CBS, Jim Nance, Tony Romo with the call. Yesterday's game was on <laughs> CBS with Jim Nance, Tony Romo with the call. The Cowboys needed another field goal at the end of regulation. They win 20-17 to 17 to get to 1-1. One one. Heck, Maher said, I'm going to give you the floor, my friend. Oh, so you're saying Jim Nance and Tony Romo is the rabbit's foot? Is that is that where you're going with that? Come on, man. I want you to keep that same energy. So, Hold on. You, wait a you minute. Say what? Because, listen, we don't want to talk about how last year went is not how we want this year to go. But if that's how you – if that's what you cool see, with. See, man. If that's what this, you cool see, with. See, Danny. I'm just – Look, no, I'm just hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, This ain't about me. Okay, let me, right, let right, me right, stop right, right quick. Bad, let me stop. Bad, let me bad, come bad, back a little bad, bit. Because, my, my man, you want to challenge – and let me just take this off of me. Because you you want a whole reality show. Cue the music, CBZ. Please, cue the music, man. Cue the music, man. My dog. My dog. We got a dub. We get dubs all around. Hey, up in here. Two, two, win, two wins for the Cowboys. Come on. Two, and then come from behind for the uh, for the Cowboys. Actually, you hit the game with a field goal. Me yes. coming up the mountain, coming from, coming no. from behind, get the dub. It, that was biblical, dog. Hey, you came up the mountain. You know, dog, I mean, how did that? I mean, just. Hey, you know how many points I had at that time? 17. Dog. I'm just telling you, man, go get your lottery ticket tonight, man. <laughs> 17, <laughs> I'm just telling you. 17, and then I, hit, you know, hit the field goal to get to the top of the mountain. To, to Danny, how does, that, how does that feel, man, knowing that you went in and you handled your business? I mean, everybody watches Challenger, Survivor, all of that. But how did you, how does that feel, actually, after the fact, that basking in the afterglow of your victory, brother? Uh, you know, honestly, no, quickly, it was, it was, it's crazy just because me and the wife really do watch the challenge. We grew up watching Real World. We grew up. Uh, watching uh, Road Rules. Yeah. So it was just one of those surreal moments to actually be like, I watched it on TV and I kind of just like dove through the That's screen crazy. and then ended up at the top. And it was it was, it was was fun, but it sucked. But, you know, I'm glad I did it. So how hard was it for you 
to hold it in. Man, look, my, my mom didn't know. My, so my wife knew and my stepdad knew. My mom didn't know. Um, what? So it really wasn't that hard because I just went through the same thing with Survivor. Um, but, you know, you, you want you want to tell everybody, but I want everybody to enjoy watching the show. I don't want to, you know, spoil it for them. So t- tough not to tell them, but not not that hard. It, now, is, is mom's the person that if you tell, she going to tell everybody? Yeah, she's not going to be able to hold it in, bro. She's going to be trying to post it on Facebook, you know, all type of stuff. Nah, she's she, <laughs> messing with your chat. Yeah, she can't, she can't know. Nah, nah, she she probably keep it secret. But, it, like, it, I think it was better for her to then get to the end and watch it and see it happen that way. So, heck, the entire time he's done these shows, I've never asked him about the ending or anything. Right. I wanted to respect that, just like, you know, just not do it. Just, just okay, I, when I know, I'll know. But I right. never wanted to to put him in a position to to try and say anything at all. So having, having just, just also knowing there's rules that right. they have to abide by as contestants because, you know, last thing these shows want are any spoilers. So I never asked him. Never asked him. I just like, but, okay, we'll find, but out, Louis, find out. He was giving hints and clues, though. That he had won with the the Spain trip and the, the, no, the matching outfits with the wifey. We that should have told us right there. Was, That's we, a winner right we there. Was do, we was doing that on Survivor. See, but see, but let me tell you this before we get back to the Cowboys. Hey, listen, I don't want y'all to be starting. Don't be making fun of me for about being on vacation because you know this is a two part show. Okay? okay, that means right. I won that part. And now I have to go on to the world championship okay. to try to win the next one, all right? So I don't want to hear nothing about no vacation. Your boy's trying to get a dub, man. We're trying to stay booked and busy. That's all. So what you're trying to tell me is you're going to miss some more time. Hey, man. Money is calling. Would you leave for 250? I just asked the question. Yeah, so you, you, know, you got to do what you got to do, man. Tell me you leave again. Nah, okay. yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, hey, training again. More time for I've been you, training. I've been, I've, I've been training since I won. <laughs> no, nah, actually, I did say that. We did say that on Friday. I was like, okay, man. That means you you, you got – because uh, Barry had talked about how you had to go on the world's like so you don't get no break you got to keep on oh yeah no, keep, keep on rolling. going man yeah while you can get, get you one of them uh protein uh endorsements <laughs> or something like that man, so. listen when they start calling i'll be all right, all I'm, right. I'm gonna wait for them so you got you got uh the challenge international and you got school on friday what you what you doing i'm in school on friday but heck, heck enough of that. oh this ain't this ain't no time soon no i'm just saying like a, this is about you yeah yeah nah, it's man. about you we want you to bask in yours now so i got mine this is your time to shine this on you man i've been waiting all day man yeah, I was gonna say two things. All right, we did it. Everybody okay? Heck, me go. Yeah, they doubted go. us. They doubted us, Cowboy Nation. And I'm just happy that I got sole custody right now, uh, Cowboy Nation. I, I won that, and uh, you know, where I look at it, guys, is I was trying to explain it to y'all the whole time that our defense is what what it is, and, and D Mac, you being a defensive guy, that's how I'm gonna win you back. That's how you coming back over. Right now, 40, I think you're on the ropes. You hadn't seen enough, but you know that D-line is for real. Michael, the, man, the big briefcase. What can you say about Michael? Y'all see this guy being disruptive and completely changing the way offenses are scheming for the Cowboys. And it makes so many things easy for us. Kellen Moore got the memo, Nui. Did you see? He got the he got the memo, Nui, and he went out and he came up with a game plan that worked. Maybe in the first half, but in the second half, he had enough of a lead where he could play a conservative and put his defense out, put that defense out on the field, and they did what they did. That was a great team victory. And if you can get four, five more of these team victories until you can put Voltron back together with Dak, hey man, I'm all for it. I think I, listen, and, and and I love it. I, I love. 
the fact that somehow we we started leaning on the run game and we saw how that could help us specifically in the first half. Right. All right. My worry has always been not about the team, not about the defense, as you know. I've been I've been locked in on this defense the entire of time. Course. It's been on the offensive coordinator and his ability to stick with the run and help his defense out. If you can't do that, then you get into games like you did last year with Kansas City, where eventually the people are going to get tired. Right. Our defense did go – they had to face an eight-minute drive <laughs> yeah, uh, yesterday at the end of the game. Now, if you don't play that way at the, in the first half, your defense is gassed out. They have no ability to do nothing for the second half of the game. So, I'm worried because, like I said, Amari Cooper started complaining, right? They threw True. the ball to Amari Cooper all game the next game. And after that, disappeared again. It's like mm-hmm. they forgot about, like, okay, we took care of y'all. Now we're going to get back to doing what we do. All right? So that's – I haven't seen enough as far as our offensive coordinator being consistent enough to continue with this type of play. If that happens, yeah, my mind's going to change. But if next game we go out here and we don't do the same thing, I'm, you, you, won't be, you won't be having that on. No. We, we, we talked about <laughs> trust, and, and the trust requires three things. Tell us again. Time, proof, and consistency. consistency. And so that's what Kellen Moore is, Danny's telling you. I have to see this on a consistent basis, what Danny's saying. So he did it once. Right. Can you do it again and again? And then, only then, will he gain trust. Somebody said to me, he's like, hey, man, he did good till he ran out the play sheet. <laughs> like oh, play, oh like he came out. Oh, like, came. Like, like, you know, the, the script to play, he was good. After that, he's like, uh-oh. Oh, he, he came out hot. No trick and medicum, no none of that, bro. He run the ball left, run the ball right, bootleg. <laughs> run the ball left, run the ball right, whatever. And it was working. It continued to work because what happens is when these defenders realize that they have to defend the run yep. for a running back who's going to come through the line and punish you, now you start scooting up a little bit, right? You start trying to get an extra step so you can make sure you get to Zeke before he get to you. And then now – <laughs> they open behind you, and, right. and that's what opens everything up. And if you could continue to do that, then you you great because your defense is going to make those plays for you. Right. And, and Nui, we talked about uh, what Stephen Jones said about Ceedee Lamb after yeah. the game and those comments. And and I said personally that I didn't before think before the game, before the game. But no, no, no. After the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, okay. But yeah. well, before this game, yes. And I said personally that I didn't think the assessment was fair of him because of what his supporting cast did. Okay. And, and, and the fact that we know that he doesn't have much of one. Seeing Noah Brown flourish in this game, to me, spoke to everything, the point that I was making. Uh, when you have your guy being double, triple teams, you have to have another guy that can get open and soften that coverage. Once Noah Brown started getting off, what did they do? They had to respect the Dallas Cowboys out in coverage. The running game is working, okay? You got everything clicking for you. Those first downs, when you have to get a first down, you need a first down, you can throw uh, to your guys in open spaces. Don't, you don't have those linebackers uh, with the ability to sit underneath routes like they were before, like we saw in Tampa. Now, let's come on, let's not get it twisted. Tampa's a way better defense uh, than the one we just saw. But I'm just saying, when you can loosen the defense up the way that we did this last game, it's, it makes everything and, else easy. And don't forget this. Oh, no, I don't want to take credit for, for like I'm an offensive coordinator, but what did we say? How do you get C.D. Lamb involved? If the DB is going to play Absolutely. eight, nine yards off, turn it throw you it turn it to him. Turn it to him. Yeah. <laughs> See what he does with it. First down. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I said I didn't have a problem with what the Joneses said about C.D. Lamb. And, in fact, I, I liked it. You know what? We expect more out of you. They want to give the man a bag. You know they do. Right. They've paid receivers here. Hey, man, be that guy. 
after the game, CeeDee Lamb said, nothing changed from last week. Yeah, it did. You didn't see him <laughs> dropping balls, did you? You saw him out there make, you know, doing his part. There's nothing wrong with going to people who you, and Jimmy Johnson used to talk about, I'm going to treat you as I see you. And they're saying, we think you're number one. You have to come with a number one performance. This is what comes with the meal. And I thought he met the challenge, and I thought, you know, he didn't drop balls. He did his part here, and I thought he was. I also thought they were effective in scheming him up and helping him, helping him get the ball early. But um, I had no issues with that. In fact, there are times where I wish they did more of that because you got some folks around here. Sometimes you get that bag, and you know, vamoose. Yeah. Um. You know, look at Lel Collins. Okay, so they got rid of Lel Collins, and you know, they basically talked about how they were frustrated with him, and. Maybe had you said that when he was here, maybe he could have turned some of this around. But I just don't have an issue if you are telling the truth and we're not making it personal. You know, like George Steinbrenner, when I called Dave Winfield Mr. May one time, because Reggie Jackson was Mr. October. It's like, we don't need to do that. But there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, look, I need more from you. Because if you don't get more from C.D. Lamb, you ain't going to go very far. No, this is a, these guys have contracts and they're paid, so there's an expectation placed on everybody. So I, I understand the expectation that's put put on CeeDee Lamb. We're only just talking about the supporting cast that he has to help soften up these defenses. These guys can play triple team you, and if you don't have anything on the outside or anybody else that can threaten the defense, I can spend all uh, allocate all of my attention over to you and Barry Church. Everybody's already alluded to that's the case with CD. But when you have a Noah Brown that can come in soften up those zones, and make things easier for your star receiver, then everything else flows better. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that at all. I'm not. That Yes, it's going to help if other guys catch the football and, and, and make some plays. But at the same time, TD can control what he can control. Dropping balls on third yeah. downs, which can move the chains. Oh, absolutely. That can't happen. He's got to be – you know, once they did what they did with Cooper, the margin got, got, got a little bit slimmer. And so, yeah, he's got to get there. Who is balling, by the way? Amari Cooper, who is who is balling by the way? All right, just wanted to well, get in. nine catches over 100 yards <laughs> of touchdown yesterday yeah, just, in, a, in a in a loss. Yeah, yeah, he he actually played a part in it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just but, I'm, but, we we just talking about tw- what happens when you get a man the ball yeah, tw- as we as we're saying. Make sure that you feature C.D. Lamb in your offense as well. So we know that it can be done. We know these players can still. Be, get out here and be productive. You just got to make sure you get them the ball. So what was the part of the game for Uh-oh. you? <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't like me being on your offensive coordinator. Uh-huh. You don't, no, you don't no, like me. It's all good. No, I need to hear this because yes, yes, maybe I'm off. On, maybe I'm off. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel, I mean, you're, you're justified in saying that. I feel as though that the Cowboys, the addition by subtraction, still hadn't come to fruition yet. You hadn't seen the best of this team. And because of the week one, and the assessment is fair uh, from saying that the offense struggled, but I think that you could see if you could get all of these guys involved. We've been begging for who to, to have more of an impact? Tony Pollard. And guess who put his stamp on this game? So we could talk about Coop all day, but can we talk about TP and what he did? Well, Can we talk about the way that he and Zeke fed off, went, balanced each other uh, in the backfield. Can we talk about that? Knew you giving me the last cough of alcohol. Look again. <laughs> talk about it. We talking about the offensive coordinator. Come on, man. Yes, and you come in here sophisticated. You're throwing these words around. I want you to keep that same energy. Newey Scruggs. Did, was you, were you talking bad about those guys? Yeah, he was. Going? Okay, all right. Yeah, he I, was. I got to catch up because I'm like, what's, what happened? What did you, what did you, you say? You, you act as though Two things can't be true: that you could have Amari Cooper and still get production so out of like that, huh? Zeke and Tony Pollard mm-hmm. as well. 
that, well, Coop's gone, so now they're going to feature these guys. You could have done that too. Kellen Moore decided not to do that when they were here enough. And so their whole premise is, oh, we got rid of him, and so now we're going to be better. I don't think you can lose that kind of talent and tell me, well, Dennis Houston, Noah Brown, and oh, by the way, a guy we drafted third round, we talked about how good he was all camp long and still ain't got a jersey yet. Man, some must, be go- some must be going on with that, too, yeah, Dennis by the way. Houston. Th- yeah, that's what's going Something, on. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Houston, but I think he must have a, a case of the yips because anytime you see a guy carrying around a football, he must be dropping it. I've seen that before. Yeah. So something's going on there. But all I'm saying is for Tony Pollard Long, uh, they, caught, they gave it to him as a pass, but it's 40, the 46-yarder, yes. I look at that as a run. Okay, and if you look at that as a run, that means Tony Pollard finished the game with 89 yards, and I think you'll take that all day long to add to that average. But we've been talking on the Players' Lounge forever about getting opportunities for these guys, and we've even talked about, like, hey, look, it doesn't matter if it's if it's necessarily a run or a pass or just some smoke, something quick to get him the it ball, happened. get him the ball, and that's what they need to be doing. So, so yeah, yeah, and and so how long? What we had to do? Screen to the top. You know, Mike McCarthy got to jump up here to the media, basically beg, Kellen Moore, please do this. Please run the ball. I mean, that's what you saw. I mean, yeah, that's what day, he did. I mean, yeah, from a t- Jerry, too. Right. Yeah. Like, this is, this Jerry got to go down. on the radio show. So, so everybody's sitting around here saying, will you please do this? Right. I mean, so 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 I'm not going to sit up here and backslap Kellen Moore for doing something that I'm sorry. We've all been talking about you should do. And then what happens when you do it? Oh, wow. Hmm. Hmm. It Upset works. victory. Now, will you do it again? And that's what Danny's saying. This, will he that, do it again? That's what worries me. And I'm still going to stand on this. There ain't no Tony Pollard breaking these runs without Zeke getting up in there first. Oh, I, absolutely. And, I, and I'm just – you have to continue to do that. I know everybody wants to see the tandem. The tandem only works if you get 21 in there wrecking shot before 20 comes in there as a change of pace guy. I, that's absolutely. the only way it works. Man, I 100% agree with you because Zeke was running hard. Okay. Through your face mask. Yeah. And it and it might those two, three yards, four yard runs, like you just pointed out, and I'm just gonna piggyback off of that. Those runs make the linebackers step up and make things behind them so much easier. And you saw that happen. But you were asking me a question about what was it that I saw that made that just kind of stuck out to me in that game? It's it's the big briefcase. It's the bazooka. <laughs> it, I, what? Let's take. It's a time break. to take a break. Let's take a Cue break. Cue the music, Chris. <laughs> when, when, when Heckma comes back here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos, we get into the big bazooka. We get into the big briefcase yeah. right here on the Players Lounge DallasCowboys.com radio. <laughs> I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Are you a Cowboys fan who spices up the game? Nominate yourself or a friend to be the Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win a trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate yourself or a friend at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year. You're in the Players' Lounge presented by Tostitos. Barry Church out today. He want to come get that whooping. But you know what? <laughs> I'm sitting right here right now. I'm going to come to heck my hair. I'm going to let this man have his moment. Okay? He, should, he, 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 should. he should enjoy this See, one. Danny McRae. No, Danny McRae, former Cowboys. Say he came here too, man. We're not trying to go all of a sudden run to the golf course and ran to the golf course all all, all year long. <laughs> now all of a sudden, Heckman got his moment, you know. Heckman tried to tell us all he was the only one to pick the Cowboys. Church had it, what, uh, 31-17. I had it 27-10. Danny had it 24-13. But we here. We here, I, I, gotta, I have we a here. question, though. Yeah. Are you going to pick the Cowboys for every game? I'm Tostitos Plaza. Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's not even fair. It is fair. Not even, okay. It is fair. So not even rational. I'll rationalize it. Okay. I'll make it rational. <laughs> but you're going to pick it up. It ain't going to be blind so, faith. So, so it's a four-pronged conclusion. You Tostitos Plaza. I'm Tostitos Plaza over here. So he can mark you down right now for all, every game for the Cowboys. So what you trying to say, d I'm asking. I want to know if, like, when we come in, are you like, all right, let me see if this is a team that we might lose to or whatever. you like, man, I don't I don't care what's I just, going on. I just don't. I don't. I just don't. What are you going to pull out the – you still got that same bag. No, we new got a new bag. Okay, I'm new like, bag. come on, bag. Come on, dude. Get a new fresh new bag and oh, salsa. Got, got a new one. Okay. Okay, so, all right, I see you. So, so it, look, man, I, I'm a rational. I'm, I'm a rational human being, man. I'm a, okay. You are rational. I am rational. So you but so Cal- if it's if I see if I see anybody that I think that we absolutely cannot beat, then I will let you know. If that. Michael Parsons wasn't playing against the Bengals, would you have still pick the Cowboys? I still would have picked them. Okay. Okay. You said rational. Okay. I was going to try to check and see how rational. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The I would have. You trying to go to that torch suitcase? Yeah. I'm trying to see. I, 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 I just would. want to know. You trying to go to that torch class? Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable person. Reasonable <laughs> person. Are you dealing with one? That's what <laughs> this. I said what I said. Yeah, 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 man. Okay. Yeah. I'm yes, happy you for you, man. 21, 21, 20. You said it. I said what I said. I'm happy for and you. Uh, can I talk about the briefcase? 
proceed. Okay. So what I understand right now, uh, Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys have, man, lucked themselves into a really, really good player. And maybe one of those generational players. And when you have somebody on the field that can wreck an offense the way that Michael Parsons just did, right, it, right. everybody else is going to benefit from number 11 being on the field. And it, you know what? They'll point out the play where he scooped inside of Leo Collins and put pressure, all the obvious plays. But you know the other things that don't stick out is when they bring an extra tight end in and then they chip him with a tailback and then Dorrance Armstrong is able to get a sack or someone else is it. So all of these guys are having to beat win their matchup because he's being doubled and triple teamed. I just think, man, all of those things combined makes for one hell of a defense. And for Dan Quinn, he's got to be licking his chops at everything that he can create to, to have these mismatches up front uh, for this defense. And, and you got to give this defense some more credit, man, for playing without Jerron Curse. You know, the, the green dot, the leader uh, on that back half, and they did a damn good job. Uh, listen, I, because we all know Michael Parsons had a hell of a game. He had a hell of a game. He's probably going to be the best player on the field every time he steps on there. All right. He played well. You can even hear Joe Burrow as he's calling the plays, whatever, 336, bullet left, blah, blah, chip, 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 because that's the type of impact that he was having on the game. They were making sure that they were going to get some hands on Michael Parsons so he could not wreck their game. But I'm going to step in and give the secondary all they do because I've been on here talking about Trayvon Diggs. He needs to find a way not to just be the interception guy. Don't just be that guy who is going to risk it all if you're not getting interceptions and you're not making any impact on now the you've game. you've been hard on him. He is playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I thought that he played well. He came up big in big-time situations. Jamar Chase caught the slant on him on four. It happens. Yeah. I'm talking about that is probably some of the best coverage that you're going to see on a quick slant on a uh, talent like that and, and still have him catch the ball. And then he comes up and makes the play where he's actually hitting the tackling. And you love to see your cornerbacks hitting and tackling. It helps you in zone because now the quarterbacks and receivers are worried about uh, what's sitting out there in the flat waiting for them. But Anthony Brown played well. He's continuing to play well. They played good, man. So shout out to the secondary. I'm all on the secondary. I know Michael Parsons did his thing. Big hit. See them coming downhill. I was very worried about J. Ron Kirst not being there. I thought it was going to hurt the Cowboys. Dan Quinn went into the lab, had everyone step up. That was a big concern of mine, and one reason why I thought the Bengals would be able to score some touchdowns in this game. Um, what, a, what a fantastic job they did stepping up. By the way, do you remember who was drafted at number 11 before Micah Parsons? I uh, believe the Eagles got a receiver. There was a trade. The Eagles were at oh. 10. The Cowboys went down to 12. Ah. So Devontae, Devontae Smith went 10. 10, okay. He played last night. For your for your former team, for the, the Bears. Bears, who Justin Fields. Oh, well, you know I was out on Survivor. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, I, I was out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just I just found that funny. Oh, Church said that. we should have drafted. Yeah, man, do you? Remember? Okay, all right, Church, you're not here today. Boy, Sorry, Church, boy, Church, boy, Church. <laughs> just whooping to be waiting on you when you get here tomorrow. Church, It'll be here. Church, <laughs> when it comes to quarterbacks, man, just don't believe nothing Church says, man. Church is, is totally out there, but but yes, yes. So, uh, well, Justin well, Fields was drafted at 11. Michael Parsons went 12. And you go back and you think about that draft. Look at the players that went before. Trevor Lawrence, number one. Zach Wilson, number two to the Jets. Trey Lance, number three of the 49ers. Yikes. Kyle Pitts, number four to Atlanta. 
Jamar Chase, number five. What was Atlanta thinking, by the way? Why are you taking the tight end? Uh, hey, J- when you watched them, in, when you watched them play in college, they, you know, he he was wrecking some stuff. They just thought they had some more weapons. Uh, so, he yeah. won national championship. Jamar Chase. I mean, Jamar Chase so good that he made yeah. Justin Jefferson, you know, yeah. look like oh that guy. Um, so Jalen Waddle went six to Miami. Panay Sewell went seven to uh, Detroit. J.C. Horn, who the Cowboys were looking at, went eight to Carolina. Then nine, Patrick Sertain, who the Cowboys. That's were looking what they at, wanted. Right. He went to Denver. Then the Cowboys traded down from ten. With Philadelphia, Philadelphia jumps up to take um, from Alabama Devontae Smith, the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Then the Bears trade up to eleven to take Justin Fields, and then there's Micah Parsons. This I want to give a whole, I want to give a mulligan to that whole draft because we were in a COVID year, and it, it, everything had changed. It, no, 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 we have to do that because it was a COVID year. You were not able to evaluate players the same way the draft was completely warped. Play, oh, not mean, the players. You mean the people? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, no, you were not yes. able to evaluate the same. I just want to – I just don't believe that if you had an opportunity to interview and look at Michael Parsons, you said, oh, this – any you take any of those teams, any of those 11 teams that – Passed on Michael Parsons. They had a combine. They talked. They to did it. not have a combine that they, they, year. They, they canceled it. They canceled the combine. Yeah, yeah but those he, teams needed quarterbacks. <laughs> those teams needed quarterbacks at the time, so and they he didn't probably weren't even looking. He didn't at, play. Uh, he didn't play. Yes, he didn't play that year. And then, by the way, after at 12, Parsons twelve, your guy went thirteen. Rashawn Slater. You think about that. Two All Pros in that draft went twelve and thirteen. <laughs> wow. Wow, but uh, yes, the, uh, the good thing they called Jamar Chase, a good thing that, that we called Michael Parsons. <laughs> Other than that, it's, the people at the top struggling. Man, this is a. I'm telling you, man. This this why I say D Mac. I know you coming back over. It's gonna be about two more games. Knew he might not ever recover from week one, but you. You coming back, dog? I'm, I'm, I know you see it. See if you give no, see you giving credit. No, no, see you giving credit where credit is due to the secondary, and you've been hard on the secondary. No, no, to no, anybody. I have not, oh no, 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 no. I've been saying Anthony Brown has been playing outstanding. I have faith in Jordan Lewis. The only thing I said that Trayvon Diggs, Diggs, if he's not, Diggs. if he's not getting interceptions, he needs to make sure that he's making an impact another way. I didn't say he was playing bad. Now, so when you looked at that defensive line yesterday and the way that they performed, even the linebackers. I mean, Barr. Yeah, Did you? well, I'm like, I'm not getting. They played well, but I'm not giving them that. Many, we uh, Cincinnati Bengals off, offensive line is not that good, so I'm, they played well. But I'm talking about when you're talking about T. Higgins and Jamar Chase playing against our secondary. Yes, that, that's a hell of a battle, and I right. believe we won that battle. Yes. <laughs> I think that is one where you're like, man, I don't know who that we won that battle. Yes, <laughs> we expected to win the battle. Well, I expected us to win our D line versus their offensive line. Come back. It was th- it was this. It's not it's not Come the team, back. bro. It's your offensive coordinator. All right, got to get you back. Over yeah, there, you know, yeah, no. Nah, listen, I got <laughs> I got that I got that photo of you. How you came in here dressed today? All right. <laughs> I got that photo of you. What you man. got for me, Nui? Nui! Holler at me, Nui! Why I said that, 199 yards only is, is what was given up by uh, our secondary yesterday. 199. Didn't even get to 200. Um, look, it was a it was a fantastic performance. And outside of Chase, um, the, the rest of the guys were really, really held in check. And Chase didn't go do what he did week one against Pittsburgh. So, look, this, this defense is really good. You heard Tony Romo talk about how Dan Quinn uh, needs to be, you know, yeah, the number one that? guy. What's on, up with that? Because it's true. Yeah, why not? That, all, all you've been hearing since the guy came in the building is he's changed the culture here. Now, you didn't hear that about uh, – I know you, Mike McCarthy. I'm just saying Mike McCarthy was here. 
at, before Dan Quinn got yes. here. And there has Hit been, about since they got in training camp, hey, man, hey, this Dan Quinn guy, this DQ guy uh, with the hat back, oh, he walking up and down the field with Michael Parsons and this guy making sure. I can guarantee you that guys on the offense respect Dan Quinn. Let me say they would go talk to him about whatever uh, off the field type of stuff right on. and lean on him before they would go talk to uh, talk to Mike McCarthy because they feel like they relate to him more or he's able to relate to them more. I think that's that's what the feeling is inside that locker room. Denver messed up not getting Dan Quinn. I heard that the GM wanted to hire Dan Quinn, that they knew each other. Um, maybe it was from Atlanta, but they knew each other. And that John Elway and I think the team president didn't – I think it was Joel's. They, they didn't want another defensive guy that they felt we need to get an offensive guy, we're going to have new ownership. And so they went with Nathaniel Hackett. And if you – Read anything on Twitter about what the, what what Les Ride was doing last night? <laughs> it was not good. But Dan Quinn would have been great in Denver, and anybody who's halfway just understands football and what effect guys, good coaches can have amongst with, with a team, they would hire Dan Quinn. Um, now, if you're Jerry, you're going to be in a position that's really going to be interesting. If this defense continues to ball at this level. Think about it. You shut Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got them to 19. And you got one seven, touchdown. One touchdown. You got 17 points out of, for the bank. 17. Um, people are coming for Dan Quinn. And you're going to have to ask yourself, do you want to keep Dan Quinn? John Gruden was let go by Tampa Bay because they said, we cannot lose Raheem Morris. We cannot let him out of the building. Ted Marshall Broder lost his job one time because the team said, we can't let Lindy Infante get out of the building. We've seen this happen before in sports. There's going to have to be – there will be a conversation if this defense continues to play like this because if Dan Quinn leaves, he's probably taking a bunch of folks with him. Joe Witt, Aiton, Darty, I mean his D-line coach and the secondary – they're probably going to go with him because those are his guys, and he should want to have his guys. It's going to be interesting, man. I'm not saying that Mike McCarthy should go, but I'm just saying you can't tell me that that's not a conversation because it was the same conversation around here about Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett where people Ooh. were like, you know what, we can't let Jason Jason go. People were like, well, do you let Wade? What happens? Jerry was able to convince Jason to come back, gave him a big old large contract, and Jason stayed here until he eventually became the head coach. Dan Quinn, what did he get last year, Danny? Got him a big raise. Got a big old contract <laughs> and he convinced him to stay here. So I'm just saying, you go by the history here, it's going to be interesting. Let's take a break, get back to it. It's a victory lap with Heckma Harrison. He was right. <laughs> we were all wrong. Cowboys win. Put, put the hat on, baby. Look good, uh, look good. Cowboys uh, win 20-17 to 17 <laughs> over the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. They were a touchdown underdog. Up next, it is the New York football Giants who are in first place in the NFC East. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com Radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. 
based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. You can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to the Players' Lounge. Limited tickets for the 2022 Dallas Cowboys season's AT&T Stadium are available now. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets or SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Here in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. We've got the challenge winner, Danny McRae himself, joining us here on a Victory Monday. Barry Church decided that he didn't want to come and face Heckman Harrison <laughs> for being wrong, but also for saying that Cooper Rush should have been the backup to Will Green. There's was, was a whole lot of wrong going on, Barry Church. He decided to skip out, but not me. I came to get. I came to take mine like a man. I should okay. call him. And okay. See where he's at. No, he probably ain't gonna pick up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he ain't gonna pick up. He ain't gonna pick up. I picked the Cowboys to lose 27-20. Heckman Harrison was the only one on the show who picked the Cowboys to win. He said 21-20. Cowboys win 2017. Take that left. Well, look, man. I, at this point, it's just it's gloating, all right. And I don't want to gloat. I want to, like my grandma would say, humble yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna humble myself, Nui. We here together. We gotta look forward to these New York Giants. We looking forward to a Monday night football game. So you know, look, we go. We get 24 hours to celebrate. It's my 24. I'm good with it, baby. You I told might need you. 48 since we don't play till Monday. That's right. Well, let me take okay. my 48. In. <laughs> hey, no. Cooper Russ, you see my boy Coop. He see Coop. E.C. Cool with Willie the Dilly, wasn't it? 19 for 31. Yep. 19, all the doubters, all the haters, where are you at? I want to know, for all of the panic that settled in, man, don't it feel good to know when you come right back and you get that dub? All the haters, man, they just have to shut up. You hear that? <laughs> but it, you hear nothing. Mike McCarthy was out of here. Sean Payton was in here. We had all kind of crazy stuff going on. Dak was, man, come on now. It's it's a whole lot of questions being so you, answered. You think one. you think that's over? Heck, man, come on, oh, man. So all the you questions, just, all, all wait the questions. No, no. We wait. just had a whole conversation about Dan Quinn, and you mean to tell me if, if you could have Dan Quinn or Sean Payton as no, no, the no, head no. coach of this team, who would you take? No, no. You you listed a whole bunch of things. I wasn't talking about just, okay. just the coaching okay. part. Okay. I'm saying you said all the questions have been answered. <laughs> that's what you just said. That's how you I finished mean, that statement. All the questions. No, have been I, answered. I think I think anybody anybody that is in media that this is their job, they're going to find ways to to find a chink in the armor. They're going to find something to write about. This is a long season. I don't fault people for doing that. But what I'm saying is, is when you're unfair in your assessment of a team, that the season's over. You know, we we picking fifth in the – come on now. This is a way better team than that. And if you can't look at this team and see the dogs that they have that can go into New York and win a game without having Dak, without having Amari Cooper, without having all these different 
See, see, the end of the ball. You, do, you give me that look again, dog. I can't concentrate when you give me that look, man. What is that? Hey, man, go ahead. Go, 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 keep, keep running it, man. Keep running it, man. Because I'm because what I'm saying, what I'm basically saying. This is saying, recorded. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it <laughs> is. Recorded, yeah. And I'm glad it's recorded because at the end of it, man, I'm not trying to be Nostradamus here. What I'm saying is teams are, are much better than you think they are. Everyone took the week one wins and losses and say, oh, oh, my God, these guys are so much better than you think they are. So what did the Bills go out and lose today? Are they garbage? You know, I'm just saying. Well, Will, Will Hick, okay, listen, Cowboys won. We are happy the Cowboys won. Let's go back to week one. We should The week one discussion was about not running, sticking to the run, uh, run when Zeke had 10 for 51, so still not having confidence in your offensive coordinator to do the right thing. It was about penalties. Did we have 10? No. Yes. How many penalties yeah, we had? Ten, ten, we had ten penalties. Week one. Yeah, week that's one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. I'm, about, I'm so saying. I'm saying going in, coming out of week yes. one, what we're looking at and saying, oh man, we ain't fixed the the penalty problem. Yes. Oh, we finna go do the same thing and not lean on the run game. Right. Those are things that make you say, oh man, we in trouble. By and the, then you lose your quarterback. Then you're like, oh look. All right, so we're not going to lean on the run. We okay. don't have our starting quarterback, so what are we going to go out here and do? Those are things that you're like, oh, man, our season's over. And then you go to the next week, you say, hold on, we leaning on the run game? We don't have that many penalties? Special teams playing playing with uh, defense, defense playing with offense? How about that? Those, those when, that's when they start looking different. But when your quarterback's out, that first week, everybody's like, man, we got to raise our game. Okay, now you got like five more weeks, right? Yeah. You got to bring that same intensity five more weeks. And if you continue to do that, then I'm on your side. Okay. But if we move it to next week and we look like we did week one, okay. then it's like, oh, bro, we, we fell for it again. Okay. Not falling for it again. My heart was broken. When I when we got <laughs> when, when, when we got out there, when we got out there and, and Zeke, you, I'm tweeting about it all day. When Zeke went 10 for 51, I was the most upset person on the players' lounge because I knew what we could be. I knew the defense was going to be stout. Right. I knew if we leaned on the run game, it would help us win games. And we did the exact opposite. The same thing we've been doing for the last two to three years. Well, somebody so, was listening, and we got a resolution to our problem. I had spoken on our show about how I disagree with all the people saying to go make a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I mean, Emmanuel Acho was beating on that drum. Um, the Dan Orlovsky told you got to trade for the <sighs> Ty, Tyler Huntley guy <sighs> with Baltimore. I was like, no, this is a guy who knows the system. He has won a game here before. You're going to go with Cooper Rush. Um, happy for Cooper. Give this guy a whole lot. I mean, he made some huevos throws out there, <laughs> especially on that first drive when they went down for it, found Noah Brown. And 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 obviously, uh, Danny, you can attest to this, having played backups, no backups. So Cooper Rush, Noah Brown, he knew what he could do, had trust. He was where, I mean, good on them, man. Good, good on them and what they did. Um I, I he, just, like he was making the right checks too. Let's not let's not let that be be forgotten as well. When you, you get up there, you see kill, kill, kill. You see see him making the the, the correct adjustments specifically in the first half. He was outstanding with right. what he was doing from what we saw. The two games that he's played right now, you've looked at Cooper Rush and said, you know, okay, that young man could go ahead and get down. The one thing I talked about so much last week was for people saying, can Cooper Rush do this? Can Cooper Rush do that? I'm like, guys, it's not all on Cooper Rush. Um, the man stepped up and did his part. And, yes, I know they only scored three points in the second half, but they scored the three points that they needed here. So hats off to Cooper Rush. Hats off to Kellen Moore. Hats off to the offensive line, which gave him an opportunity mm -hmm. to get out there and be able to make plays. When you talk about the team effort that you did, it was there. Uh, Brian Anger. 
punting the football. Putting them dudes down there at the eight yard <laughs> That's line. That's so big. Okay, I mean that Brian, was big. Brian Anger is he fair is, caught that, which is crazy, but <laughs> no, you know, um, but that was huge. That yeah, part oh, no, was what oh, the was defense great. needed to pin them down the way that they did. But I wanted to piggyback off of the point you just made about the offensive line. Yes, Tyler Smith. We opened up this when I started with you guys talking about somebody being set up to fail. Oh yeah, because it did. It did not look. It didn't look good. No? It didn't look like he would be able to maneuver. And obviously that first. Outing didn't look good. Everybody, oh, man, you got Dak hurt or whatever. But in yesterday's game, he looked a step better. The confidence was there. He and Forniak playing together. And that's something, that continuity that this offense is needed. These guys scheming together, playing together. Hopefully they're somewhere sitting together right now because this is what you're going to need throughout the season until you can get some guys back healthy. I hope do that – go ahead. Do you think they got coaching? I think you got to give credit where credit is due. That the coaching made the difference yesterday. Somebody said he wasn't he wasn't coached. Someone said he wasn't coached when he was here. That he when he went to Cincinnati, he said he had coaching. What was he getting coached to do yesterday? Ooh. Yeah, and, and you know what? Shout out to Lyle Collins, yeah, my guy, seventy-one. It's uh, not personal. No, no, it's <laughs> no, not. No, it no, no, here's the thing. It's, 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 hold on, it's like when you go two nights, you got you got AI one night, then you got COVID the next night. Okay, sometimes you got TJ White, then you turn around and then you got. You know, this, the big briefcase, it's hard, boy. It's the NFL. It is. I'm just <laughs> this, every this boy, is he why got you some get of the paid. best yes. coming hey, down. Hey, ain't no East Carolinas on the schedule every yeah. week. Oh, ain't no fam you. <laughs> hey man, but when you command that type of money, you expect it to perform sure no matter how yeah. many people remember, good people you play. Remember against. the quote he had, your bodyguard is here, nobody's hey, touching you. That's what he said. He ain't mean that like that's that. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, that. we, no one, no, he did it. He meant it, but he ain't mean it like that. He's gonna be better, but yesterday he went up against a guy who is who could possibly be the defensive player of the year? Yeah. So and even Terrence still played better yesterday. I mean, we dumped on him for his penalties, Nui, and uh, he played a little yes. bit. He can't, hey, look, re- you know, redemption game yesterday, look, Nui. Look at the end of the day, the criticism that was that C.D. Lamb took and Terrence Steele, that that it was, was fair. That was fair. I didn't say it wasn't. Okay, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> he came it was, back. Though. It was fair, and yes, he came back and helped make a difference. And mm-hmm. guess what? You know, when you as as Mike McCarthy said all week long, you know what? Don't shoot yourself in the foot here. You're gonna have an opportunity. Th- they did that. Back to Lel Collins. I don't know what he was thinking on one play when when Parsons went to the outside, was lined up outside. He gonna go block inside, and Parsons <laughs> runs oh, straight. Yeah. Runs yeah. straight at you. I'm like, yeah. bruh. What are, you, what are you trying to do? Right, yeah. Are I mean, you trying to cancel Christmas? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure Joe, even Joe, hey, can you get left? <laughs> Just get, get, yeah, get after, away. After that is when Joe starts saying, chip. And, and, <laughs> and, credit, and, credit, and credit Michael Parsons for not getting a, a uh, personal foul on that because most defenders, man, when you got a clear shot to a quarterback, you're going to do it. And, look, man, there were so many things that happened in the game that I thought the Cowboys had to overcome. Yeah. It was the Anthony Barr uh, penalty at Ugh. the beginning of the game. It it was the fumble by uh, Schultz. Schultz, you know, and, and Tank I think jumping offside on a fourth and four. I don't even think Tank was on the field. He I wasn't think, on the field. Yeah, that Who was, was Tank. That? Tank was not on. That the was field. number fifty. Fifty. Yeah, yeah. not ninety. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't and, give that to Tank. My yeah. bad. My bad. Yeah. But I'm, but me. but Nui, this what I'm saying is is the brand of football that they have to play these next couple games until Dak is back. You damn near have to play perfect football. Well, you can't uh, shoot yourself in the foot. You cannot. And we had several instances where we did, and luckily we our defense was good enough to bail us out, get the ball back with a few minutes with a minute left and Cooper Rush was able to lead us down and get the dub baby. Trayvon Diggs was one of the biggest plays of the game. Oh. That, and it wasn't an interception. Oh, it was a straight attack. <laughs> did, did, did you see him hear Parsons? Uh, oh, yeah. It was, it was hilarious. Like he shot, shot out of a cannon. It, it, it was hilarious, man. It was hilarious. Now, I'll, I'll say this one thing for Lel Collins. We'll defend him on this. 
Joe Burrow holds the ball too long. If yeah. Micah did like three moves, and like by the time he finished the third move, then he got to Joe. It's like you can't nobody block this man off three moves. I mean, you got to you got to get rid of the ball, man. He's got to get rid. When you get sacked that much, you're holding on to the ball too long. Tom Brady gets rid of that ball quick, and I love Joe Burrow on this show, man. We Burrow fans, but in trying to wait it out to get the ball down the field to your guys. With that offensive line, it leaks. And with the two players he went up against, a defensive player of the year and a other guy who's definitely going to be in the top five in voting if he stays healthy, yeah. you can't hold on to the ball that long. You got to know you got to get rid of it. He was getting hit a lot yesterday. And you go back to the Steelers game, he was getting hit a lot. And if you know that he's holding on to the ball too long, he's got to know that he's holding on to the ball too long. Is, I'm asking myself, man, is this kid a glutton for punishment or what's going on? Because, man, when you have – Offensive lineman that just cannot hold up, and he's waiting. I don't know the route tree that they have in in Cincinnati, but they got to change. They got to dumb this thing down. They got to dial it back because if all he's trying to do is hit long down the field, uh, man, they got to shorten this up because he's not. He will not make it through a season getting hit like that. Or if the Cowboys defense putting them clamps on you and ain't no separation, you got to hold on to that thing. Rush and cover, baby. (laughs) Rush and cover. I know he went to a Super Bowl, but I'm not exactly sold on Zach Taylor as head coach. I, I just He probably would have been fired had it not been for He got him. in a contract extension based off what Joe Burrow and the rest of them guys did for him. So good on him. Good on him. All right, Heckma Harrison, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. Danny McCray, first time back since you won. Congratulations. Thank we you very appreciate much. you. And we all Cowboys now. Congratulations no. to us all. We just didn't pick um, Yes, yes, Kellen Moore, the whole team. Uh, Barry Church, come wish back he, for his it. church would have been here to uh, come on here and get it. But Tuesday, Tuesday, we whooping up on Barry on Tuesday, man. You're going to go take a golf game on Monday. We got it. We got it waiting on the BC. BC, uh. I'm Newey Scruggs, top of the hour. Yes. Head coach Mike McCarthy is going to give his press conference, and it'll be a victory Monday for him. And much props to Mike McCarthy for keeping the ship afloat, getting the guys to believe, and going ahead and winning this game. McCarthy has now lost three straight season openers, and he's now won the second game three years in a row. Cowboys won and won. This week they head to the Meadowlands up in New Jersey to face the first place 2-0 Giants. That should be good. And after that, it's Philadelphia. No, no, it's the Commanders. Commanders. The Commanders. It's the Commanders. I'll tell with a second. And uh, it's, it's the, it's the yeah, Carson Wentz has Philadelphia this week and the Cowboys next week. Ooh, it's going to be some fun times. It's about to get good around here. It's about to get good. Positive <laughs> heck, man. Love you, baby. This is the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!